wanna chill and vibe Baby girl, keep it real, no lies She said she's 21, I said alright If we gon' be grown, then speak your mind I just wanna chill and vibe 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 Soon as baby turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up Turn up Gon' turn up Soon as baby turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up Gon' turn up Soon as baby turn up, you know Buddha gon' turn up What's good, Silphas? Happy hump day. It's your girl, baby, and we got motherfucking in the house. In the building. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, how's everything going on right there in Silpha Land? Hey. What's good, Simples? How are you? Just like that. You done with Yeah. It? All right. So last week, jump right into Well, first of all, how y'all doing out there? How, y'all, how you doing? I'm doing swell. It's Wednesday. My bun is nice. See, you always tell my mood by my bun. My bun is looking good. I'm in a good mood. So t- take a second to You got it together. Today, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say if you look good, you feel good. That is true. So, you know, fake it till you make it. Absolutely. Buddha, how was your day? It's just starting. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, great Lord bless me with a a good amount of sleep today. <laughs> and now <laughs> here I am in the flesh, trying to make it work, trying to do what we can to keep this thing afloat. And baby, you're doing an excellent job. And look who it is. It's male motherfucking car. Right, right, right. In the building. That's just, it's what That's it is. what I'm talking about. We know These motherfuckers. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. We ain't even asked what I was Man, look. I think the next few days gonna be kind of easy breezy for me. That's that's the goal. So I'm just gonna <laughs> put it out there to the atmosphere. Receive it. Send it and receive it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Friday gonna be even even mm-hmm. lovelier. <laughs> it's only gonna be like three really? people in my office. Oh yeah. That's the best time. You ain't gotta do shit. No doubt. Uh so TikTok. <laughs> so y'all might as well get ready because I am gonna be on social media. <laughs> Now I just be perusing TikTok. You're mm-hmm. right, cause that 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 have me so entertained. Keep you so busy for hours. At yeah. least me, anyway. It do, and I be like, okay, I'm gonna go see one more video. <laughs> That's me. Scroll one more video. Okay. <laughs> have sleep. That thing, you know, play like three times. Oh lord, oh lord, it's time to go to sleep. But you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? True and indeed. You know, True indeed. To me, I just go with it. Something got to put me to sleep. Yeah, it, ain't, it ain't old sweet dick. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Look, Just saying. Further, hello out there to our social media platforms, uh, guests and friends and family. Uh, we got YouTube. We have Instagram. Uh, well, we Clearly, we're on Facebook right now as well as YouTube. Uh, you got all of our audio platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, you name it. We're on there. Just Google uh, Sipping the Conversations, or you can actually just go to our website, which is www.buddhaandbaby.com. Um, and it'll pretty much yeah. take you to all the things, um, all the platforms and any events, anything we've done in the past or whatever, you'll see it. So go check it out. And last but not least, make sure y'all don't forget to hit us with those stars. All right? 
it's right up there. Just go on and wham bam it. Just said, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I said, I ain't too proud to beg. So you <laughs> it know. ain't even a whole dollar. Oh. It's I'm, I'm serious. It's not. You can't even pay a dollar at Dollar Tree. It's not. This is a discount. I'm just not saying. Than dollar Tree. But however, if you're right, feeling right. froggy and you're feeling extremely supportive to support the show, dollar sign sipping convo. That's where you can send anything, and ultimately it will be put to good use. For the most part, it's just going to continue to have our show moving and any type of equipment or any events and things like that. So, boom, got that. That's the preliminaries. Let's get into last week. So, last week we talked about choosing peace over everything, including your churn. How you feel about that? Is the most important thing that you can do for yourself because your children will grow up and move away and find their peace and you stuck sad upset depressed because you didn't do what ultimately makes you happy i that that is a hundred percent a goal choose peace over everything that's i agree 100 percent for sure oh my mama (laughs) right the same damn f TK, fuck them kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me first. Say it again. No, on the bike. Fuck them kids. <laughs> because when you think about it, you know, kids slash family, those are the ones that usually hurt you the most, right? the hardest, right. The, the deepest, the, the wound is deeper, uh, especially with the kids. And so, with kids, they like to guilt you into things. Um, oh, I can't believe this. This is how you doing me. That don't make no sense. You act like you don't care about me. Well, first of all, how much you care about yourself? Right. Okay. Mm. So I'm going to show you well, that don't work for me. Well, <laughs> and how much, how much do you care I, about I'm, you? I mean, I wouldn't. Exactly. Go for it, Buddha. Well, no, I just, I don't want to just like on a demographic kid, I just say family in general, because it could be your mother, your brother, your sister, your uncle, mm-hmm. those that you carry, your loved ones, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to just, uh, you know, just, you know, make people thinking just about kids, you know? No, saying? but that's why I said kids slash family. Everybody. All you mean grown kids, you mean grown kids, because, well, you, you know, know, the ones who, the ones who's in your house, that's different now. Different, <laughs> but at the same time, if you don't stand your grounds while they're young, they are going to try you when they get older, 100%. even more. Yep. You have to I'm establish good. ground rules, a foundation, a baseline, or whatever you want to call it. You got to put some put some respect <laughs> <laughs> on your parents. Respect on your name. On your parenting. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got to put some respect on your mama. On your daddy, on your auntie, and your sisters, and all of them. Because, again, if somebody feel that they can take advantage of you, or not so much take advantage, but push you, they're going to do it. They're going to. Why? Because, well, you don't never say nothing. Oh, now you got something to say. I mean, damn, can I? I ain't got to. Why I got to be the same as I was last week? Right. Right. Maybe I'm tired of this. I get it, man. I get it. Because while you out here walking your walk all happy-go-lucky or not, whatever, you know, make trying to guilt me or make me feel a certain type of way so that you can be comfortable right? puts me in an uncomfortable position. And then now I'm losing sleep at night. I'm not eating properly and doing all the things like I should be doing, stress. Because I'm trying to make you happy. And I'm losing my peace. So, peace over everything. And we out. I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. So, Sipples, I don't know what y'all feel about that. But um, that was pretty much, in a nutshell, uh, the conversation from last week. I'm getting ready to uh, type the um, topic up. So, I'm going to tell you this about this week's topic. First of all, thank you for having me as a guest. I love coming on. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny because this time, I last time I filled in for you 
and you were here kind of. Yeah. And then this time I'm filling in for you and you're here kind of. <laughs> so right. things. Um, I always love coming on. And I will say that this week's topic, I think, is a very interesting one. And I feel like, I don't know, just me, I think it's a, it's a controversial one. I think people are going to be, boy, people going to have their opinions about this one. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that for sure. But, what's your, what's well, your social media? Hail Mail? I'm on IG as Hail Mail 75. I'm on Facebook as Melrose Space and then the word dot D-O-T and then Space Carter. Uh, I'm on TikTok, but I've only done one video because I'm like currently going through like a writer's block or a creative block because it's funny because when I was watching TikTok, I was like, oh, I could do this. I don't know how to do this video. I'm into that video. I can't remember none of my ideas. And so I'm stuck in a creative like block, Mm -hmm. but I want to do more videos. So if you want to follow me on TikTok, I'm about to tell you who I am, who I am, uh, at Melrose Carter 75. Uh, eventually there'll be some video- other videos. I only have one. <laughs> so I, I, I got a, I got a question. Melrose you know, Carter. since we're talking about how we're doing. So, um, how was y'all, how was y'all weekend? Okay, well, I'll let you go first, friend. Yeah, you want me to go guest first? Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, people are, some people are familiar with my uh, hashtag Mel's dating game. So, I'm like uh, trying to document my dating perils and adventures, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, some old things. The bun is on point today. Thank you. Um, so I'm trying to document that. And so I went on a date, kind of. So mm. oh. I went to an after hour, because I, you know, I worked the door for Vice. And this guy who's been interested in me for like a year showed up and was like, let's go. And I, I was like, well, what do you want to do? And he was like, I would like to go to an after hour spot. And I was like, cool, let's go. And he was surprised that I was like willing to go. So we go there, we have a great time. Like he asked, whatever, I'm not even going to say the other part. Anyway, whatever, listen. <laughs> We're having a great time, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's not, um, this is the real him here. I like this person, that, right? <laughs> we leave, and we're in the parking lot, and he tells me, I don't really like you. I don't really like women like that. You know, I, I, <laughs> we, can go back, we can go back to my house right now, but... I don't want this to be like a six month relationship. You know, we catch feelings and something happens or you become a stalker or whatever. And I'm like, I said, okay. He said, I want you in my life for like 10, 12 years. And I'm like, okay. He was like, just call me. I want to hang out with you. I'm like, okay. I I call him on Saturday (laughs) and I'm like, come hang out with me. And he's like, I'm watching the fight. After I watch the fight, I'll come out. But I know how fights go. I know they end late. So I wasn't expecting nothing. Sunday comes and goes. I don't call him. He don't call me. Monday, I call him. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Whatever. And he was like, call me when you come from your friend's house because I was headed to a friend's house. And I try to call him and he ain't answer. And I was like, cool, no problem. It's probably late. <laughs> I called him yesterday. And it went to the caller you have reached. is <laughs> So I don't know if he's blocked me or he has no service. <laughs> Oh wow! Maybe he didn't pay his bill. Maybe he didn't pay his bill. Who knows? I, (laughs) I, you know what? I'm always giving people excuses for their behavior, and always saying, "Well, maybe I'm. I'm tired. I'm not." So what? What do I? What I always say to you? What do I always say to you? Hell, Mel. Always. I say you are the narrative. You are control. You in control right. of whatever it is. He's gonna pop up on my channel oh. again because that's what he does. He's just gonna pop up on okay. me. Okay. And I just and then you and then you tell him exactly how you feel and move on. Yeah. That's it. So, so that well, was my Foolishness. How was your how was your weekend, baby? My weekend was actually pretty good, everybody. I was in Atlanta with her boot thing, mm-hmm. boot thing. With with the boo. Mm-hmm. So I was really mm-hmm. good. 
um he wanted me to, he asked me every hour on hour what do you want to do what do you want to do i'm like i want to just relax just be in your presence you know just kind of chill and whatever we do i don't want to be overly dressed you know i don't want to you know it's a holiday weekend so you know everything gonna be overpriced lines and all of that so i you know i could do without the club scenes anyway you know what i mean i'm okay with that so plus we do it better down here anyway but <laughs> well, we had a good time i ate so much eating and drinking that was the premises like of my whole weekend he was like i have never seen you eat so much food. you're right you're right it was you know and you know what's funny you know what's funny? It was lobsters everywhere we went. <laughs> she had lobster crab everywhere. Was a week everywhere. Was a holiday. She was celebrating. I mean, when I had not just lobster, man, I ate chicken. Uh, <laughs> so we went to this spot called Virgil's Gullum. Virgil's Gullum. Yeah. Um, we were supposed to go to Milk and Honey, but they it was going to take a little while. So we saw the spot next, right next door. And so I was like, oh, okay. It's like a Geechee type kind of, yeah. you know, stuff. Gullah. Right. Um, <laughs> I was like, well, you know, we're trying something new. Whatever. You know, I'm right. like, milk and honey will be there. It ain't like, that, you know, so fuck it. Let's try something. Do something different. So the uh, first food they brought out to me wasn't, it wasn't completely done like it should have been. But the second time it was, it was oh, all good, you know. But they got this this um, appetizer, which is a corn muffin. It's a muffin. What's in it? Just a corn muffin? It's just a corn muffin. I should have had the picture uploaded. But the muffin, hey. it reminded me of my brother. It reminds me. She had, her, she had a ratatouille moment. A ratatouille moment. <laughs> <laughs> when his buddy, little buddy was eating the little thing, he took him back to his house. Took back when he was a kid, and she had one of the moments right there. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I wasn't expecting that to be the flavor. Yeah, in that corn, you know, in that muffin, it was like. And then they have this. I can show you a picture, but they are they won't be able to see it. But they had um, and it was drizzled with honey. So mm -hmm. it wasn't just the honey itself; it was more. The, the, the flavoring good. of this muffin, flavor of it. That looks good. So I take my little spot, my little slice. Hold on, I take my little slice, and I, you know, taste it, and I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ratatouille, ratatouille." <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Then I have another. I, I'm telling you, so I had to like, you know how you, yeah, you know, eat another piece, and I'm like, Not this is good. a familiar flavor. Like, and then it hit me, my grandma. Grandma, what you call your grandma? So, grandma. Oh, we call her grandma. So, uh, so the funny part about it, right? This is funny because here. So she used to get on me, and she's like, "Who the hell put honey or syrup?" On a cornbread, <laughs> so so she called her grandma, <laughs> and she couldn't believe somebody would do this. <laughs> she called her grandma because uh, she didn't believe that people did, and her grandma was like, "Oh yeah, people do that for real." She's like, "Huh?" Because she thought I was like real geechy country, and now. <laughs> She goes okay. to this place <laughs> and they okay. put the honey on the cornbread. And then all of a sudden she's like it wasn't the honey on the cornbread, it was syrup. I think you was talking about putting syrup on. I put honey, I put syrup, I put it all. But I think it you was syrup. Me do both. I was like syrup. You know, it just didn't didn't come with my brain, but it's like a ketchup sandwich or a sugar sandwich or whatever. No, it's good. Because I don't, you know, I like cornbread with honey on it. You know, just give it, you know, make it a little sweet, little taste. So it wasn't a big deal. But yeah, child, this here cornbread right here. <laughs> I can't. I, I wish I could show y'all. Y'all could really get a good view of it. That was good. This right here, that, that shiny good. stuff on up, that is the um the honey, the honey, and then they have uh these um I had got the um what are those croquettes? Salmon, salmon, yep. 
croquette balls. Nice. They really look good. good. They look good. It was really good. Now you're good. making me hungry and I just ate. Yeah. So your boy, y'all, this what he had, right? These is this was some chicken that he had. <laughs> um, I don't have it's it. all good. Dang, I ain't got the picture it's with done. it. All gone. And of course, the my lobster. <laughs> yeah, boy. But I ate. I ate like I, I ate like it wasn't no more meals. Because <laughs> we had two graduations after party, grad, mm -hmm. you know, graduation, food, the hotel had buffet. Uh, so it was just like eat, eat, and drink. Because if you're drinking, you got to eat. Then we yep, we did all that. All of this. Went over to uh, the U bar and I rolled on mm -hmm. the move. Friend. How did you do? No, you ain't record that? Yeah, I recorded it. Uh, you should have had Oh, that. you see, it's recorded. It, that was, it's recorded. <laughs> yeah, recorded oh, boy. That is funny. She, she, she couldn't even get on the bull right away. She couldn't even get on the bull. That should be your, should be your ending um, your ending video. Take us out. Take us out with the with the <laughs> Oh man, that's you're right. I should have did. I don't know what I was thinking about. And put look and put uh genuine if you're horny. Brian the horny. <laughs> I, I got you. I'll be able to get it done fast enough. <laughs> but that's so that was my weekend. Buddha, how did you feel about it? The weekend. Man, I just really enjoyed I really enjoyed family and the love of my life, man. That's really what it was. I just wanted to make sure that she was able to do all the things she wanted to do. No expense. She didn't have to worry about nothing. No Not expense. That's cool. Whatever she wanted, however much it costs, she got it. So did y'all do any um seafood boils? Like go to any of those places? Well, we went this we went to uh one of the spine divots. That's what the seafood oh, boy was That was the that first thing. She went there first. She went there right after she got off the plane. Yeah. Spunded. <laughs> so I went to a, a place called Damn Rock and Crab or something like that. Mm. I don't know, but the DJ. I mean, it was like it was like we were doing a seafood boil in the middle of Arrow or Vice. I mean, it was like the speakers were booming. People were halfway dancing everywhere. Ooh, yeah. mm -hmm. I was like, what is happening? I like it. <laughs> I know yes, they party different. They definitely party different. They Georgia. like to dance around their food a lot. Seems like it. Yeah. Seems like it. But it, 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 was, it was tough, man. <laughs> it was a lot of booty shaking. And they were shaking. Oh. And it yeah. wasn't all it wasn't yeah. all women <laughs> that was shaking. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that, well, you know, so far, that, that that might lead right into the topic, not to be funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So trying to let's go for it. So once it gets, we can get into it now. But so before let's we get to it, get into uh, tonight's topic. I wanted to actually um, bring something on that will actually lead us into tonight's topic. See him out. They got these shorts on, these hoochie daddy shorts. They got these four inch seams. They got their thighs out. Cat call them. Cat call them. A gray shorts. This is where we at now. Hot boy Hot summer. Boy summer. <laughs> I am here for it. I love it. Let me see them hooch daddies. Let me see them hooch daddies. Hoochie, hoochie, hooch daddy. I'm with it. I love it. Let's so, go. you know, I think back to like Miami Vice, um, uh, 18, you know what I'm saying? When we were growing 80s. up. Yes. So, it was nothing to see a grown man showing their thighs. With their thighs out. And Terry Clough. <laughs> with the PE shorts on. Right. And right. these was grown, grown men. Masculine men. So, 
and no, and no, nobody thought nothing of it. Like, you know, so now we know that everything repeats itself. Correct. It's so here we are 30 years later. It's now on repeat. You know, we gonna went through the bell bottoms, right? We did that one. So now we're on to um, recycling 80s culture. I think that, you know what, if you look at all the people that are having a big problem with this, the majority of them are people born in the 80s because they never saw it. They skipped over it. Well, they went it straight was into 80s, baggy it jeans. Was 90s. It was more like late 80s, 90s. That I, I think it was more the late 80s, early, you know, like late 80s, 90s that they, they, they don't... Right, oh, they yeah, them, them born in that time. Yeah, yes, that yes, time yes, time. for sure. Because... Come ninety, shoot, by ninety two. Yeah, baggy jeans was there, sagging right, yeah. exactly. So it was different. They never saw a time when a man walked out with their thighs out. It was like not a thing. And it's funny because my daughter's father, God bless the dead, he in ninety, let's see, ninety five. He had tennis shorts. And you know, tennis shorts are short. They've never been long. Tennis shorts have always been short for forever and still today, right? And he wore some, I will never forget, coral tennis shorts with the matching white and coral polo uh, shirt. And he walked outside and this man, can they get press charges on dead people? He? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's just say he did some things, okay, that would not, you would know that he was not to be fucked with. Let's just leave it like that. So you didn't have to question his masculinity. You know what I'm saying? He was about that life, okay? It was, (laughs) and he wore them shorts and he got clowned, you know, playfully by his brothers and stuff. But that man was down and around New York City when everybody had on jeans, uh, jean shorts around their calves. Asses out, and he ain't give a damn. <laughs> and there was nothing gay or feminine about him. He just liked what he liked. He was like, My thighs look good. Everybody gonna see this. <laughs> I want you to see these. <laughs> I want you to see these yams. <laughs> look at the yams. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So, you know, I know the emasculation agenda is on high. Right. Um, and I know, well, in my opinion, I feel that for the greater part of it is because sexuality is out there now. Right. The, the, the multi-sexualities and preferences and so forth. And so to not be misunderstood, you know, um, it's that's where I think that tug of war comes into play. I think that um, a lot, this, again, that's my opinion. I think that I remember being a child, seeing gay men be flamboyant. So there was never, uh, I was not exposed to gay people. Right. Mm -hmm. And you knew who, like which men were men and who men, which men were were feminine, right. Mm -hmm. That they they preferred the company of other men. And it didn't have anything to do with the hem of their pants. It had everything to do with how they presented themselves. I understand. I think. I think maybe the shorts. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish. I think that the shorts are probably the straw that is breaking everybody's back. You know what I'm saying? Versus the shorts being the issue. I. I think that's what it feels like. Yeah, Buddha. All right. All right. So. Let's get this. Let's, let me let me get this straight. Uh, emasculation has nothing to do with being homosexual at all. So, what do you consider? It's just, emasculation of a man is tearing a man down. Period. Period. Okay. They don't have to be gay. They don't have to be. It's not, you know, gender. I mean, sexuality specific. Gotcha. All right, so let's get that. I heard what you said, and, and the first thing we went to was homosexuality and people were flamboyant. Because there's metrosexuals out there who are flamboyant as well, but they're not homosexual, right? right? So it's the 
it's where we are in society as far as um, culture, black men and culture, right? And where we want to be and where we are now. It's kind of stepping us down a peg on this hierarchy of where we're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? You want men to lead. You want people, you want men to be in these leadership roles, even if it's in the hierarchy in the family structure. And then we emasculate them or demasculate them, however you want to say it. And what does that what does that look like? It was looking like these hoochie daddy shorts. Now the roles have reversed. It was us men out there doing the calls on these women who ran these tight, tight shorts or these revealing, situating things that were on their body. And we and y'all felt like <clears throat> um, objects, not human beings. And now it's the roles were reversing here. And I'm not saying yeah and nay, but I mean, how do how much do you value yourself? Do you want to look good in these hoochie daddy shorts and get treated like an object because you can, because that's what you want to do, or you want to be respected as a man. So now there's uproar about y'all feeling like an object, but we supposed to just roll with it because the woman is sexy and a woman's body is sensual and women are supposed to wear tight fitting clothes. You can't, you can't, it's hypocritical to say, hey, don't view me as a piece of meat. But this is okay for y'all because that's just the culture. When every song that has been okay. out since I don't know when makes us women not more valuable than a hole that they can stick their thing in. Or so, something they can show off or a trophy. But now so it's the reverse. Now it's like, uh-uh. But I mean, so but but see, this is the thing. The issue was the issue was never y'all femininity or being feminine in nature and being mothers and all that. That has never been an issue in our society over the last 30 to 40 years. The issue has been men need to be men and men need to be standing up, stepping up and being fathers in their own household, whoever household they need to be in. Right. So now we still subjecting us, still subjecting men to a different type of uh Stereotype. So that's okay. So instead of taking it as um, a, I think y'all taking it too serious because if we mm -hmm. call the hoochie daddy shorts, do you think that we're gonna use you for your body and then toss you to well, the side? I mean, y'all been doing it; and it's been okay. I mean, there's a difference between being the king and the queen, is it not? Oh, where's I? I mean, it's, it's hearing, a difference. So what I'm hearing is a king is more valuable than its queen. No, not at all. That's what yeah, I'm hearing yeah. because if you I go to the said, huh? Yeah, if you go to the chessboard, that's not the case. Now the game is over. If the king, if the king gets cornered and and, and it's, it it can't go nowhere, the game is over. But the most one of the most important pieces is the queen. We're not saying that. We're saying women should be women and be women. You know, I'm not saying that. But if you're going to subject the man, if we're going to subject the man, the same thing, the same way they would do the prisoners who used to wear their hand, who used to wear their back, their, their pants sagging down, right? No, no, no. That now is, you're talking about something else. That no, is no, no, no. That's a choice that Listen they to made me. to signal to other prisoners without being like, I want it in the Okay. No, okay. That was a You're right. You're right. But then we took that same you, you take that same idea outside of the prison system, that choice that the prisoners made. Now this is being influenced into the world. And what is that saying? The First same all, thing. No, it is no, it is not. If I no, it is not. You okay. walking around with your, you in jail, walking around with your pants without a belt or a sagging mm -hmm. okay. was a signal to other inmates. I am willing to engage in anal sex freely. You ain't got to wreck me, okay. sir. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. Right? So you That's don't think... They said. Right. So then... Coercion, because they can coerce you if they want to, right? They Isn't People it? knew. Don't don't sag your pants, because they're going to take you as... Right. You know what I'm saying? Somebody so, who wants but who to get So, But who didn't know? The people who wasn't in jail, right? Okay, but so when you're, you're complaining things. But right. see, what happened is they came out 
and they that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying yeah but that was still a choice that they made because they knew by putting their pants down but what happened is it continued and it trickled down so now you got the little boys that was looking up to these guys and that's guess what that 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 domino effect downhill created all all i'm saying is we as influencers we as influencers are uh, are responsible are responsible for how this world is going to turn but it's only a problem when the roles are reversed Women have been slandered, and I'm only going to talk about my generation because I can't speak for before that. Women have been slandered since the 90s. And now that we decide, whether wrong or right, now that we have decided to be the aggressors, now that we have decided to say, I want Mm -hmm. your dick. Give me your dick. Right? Let me see them yams. Right. You're right. Now it's like, clutch the pearls. I'm a person with value. But you, but see, but here's the thing: it's not about clutching the pearls or the person with values, right? It's about the same. In the same breath, is what are you looking for or what do you want? No, 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 no. no. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are one. Not- I mean, what I'm saying about it, what do you want? Because it's a lot of women out here, a lot of women out there, not out here, out there, that wants this real man. Is this the representation of the real man that you're looking for? Let me tell you, baby. The hoochie daddy? The hoochie daddy us? Is that what the representation of a real man is looking for? No. no. We, we, we want a real man and all of that. You know, real, whatever you want to call real. I mean, you know, we want a, we want a stand-up guy, sound guy, and all of that. And and honestly, mm-hmm. this this whole trend that's happening right now, because it's only a trend, number right. one. Yeah. Um, it's it's actually quite it's it's extremely entertaining, okay for the, for the most part. Um, and I'm cool. And every, not every man can obviously get away with it, right? So those that are doing I damn so can't with these kids. Those that are doing it, we we're just like okay, you know, because some of them do look good. You can tell they work out. They go they wear those kind of shorts, if, you know, in the gym when they're working out. So it's nothing for them to go out there and show off. You know what I'm saying? Um. Those men that are heterosexual exclusive men, you know, yeah, and I do think because it's social media, I think some of them are going a little extreme just for the sake of provoking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. With like, like this the right. got right now, where um, they said, um, "What is where did where is it that, that they 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 going too far? Uh, they posing on their tippy toes with their duck lips." I think it's entertaining. It's really for social media entertainment. I, I really don't feel I could be wrong, but I really don't feel that they're you know they're doing it for the sake of you know it's it's just a trend. You know, do you do everything? No, you don't do everything. We don't. We all there's something we've done that was part of a trend, right? In some some shape True. or fashion. This just don't True. fit you. Right? I mean, I get and it. You can't. It you can't. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we're talking about clothing, first of all, right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, I'm listening to you say, what kind of man do you want? How how can you want a man who's a hoochie daddy? And I feel like we've had conversations about women that can dress a certain way and not be a hoochie herself, right? Like we've had conversations about this. Like the clothes don't make you. The man is not outside in a thong. Right, that you could be mm-hmm. like, well, he has no decency. What is he doing? His ass is out. His balls are showing. Right. right. We're talking right. about. We're talking about a inseam. What the, what the length of his inseam is, <laughs> and you're talking about him being a responsible husband and the leader of the household. When that is a uniquely okay. a, a problem unique to the United States, because or not even the United States, urban community. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's keep it real. Because white folks mm-hmm. are wearing these and have been wearing these. I, all the they have never stopped. Okay, in the thirty years that all our men had them shipped by the ankles, 
they were wearing them tennis shorts and was like, y'all are fucking crazy. And going to tuck that shirt in with that polo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they are breadwinners. They're family members. Oh they're businessmen. They're leaders in their community. None of that. None well, of that had anything to do well, with I mean, No. You know because, what? You know what? But I think you know that what, guys? the male, the, the urban, not all of them, the urban male's ego is so attached to sexuality, which is why I brought it up, because nobody wants to be called gay. God forbid you're gay. Like, oh, you can be gay, but be gay over there. Or, you know, I ain't, gay, I ain't with that gay shit. You know, it's always something, and it has no homo. Right, no homo, right. <laughs> like, it has nothing on, to do with anything. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with that. But y'all egos are I so just... sensitive. Meanwhile, look, look, look what, what, what uh, Therese uh, study wrote. Dudes posing on the tiptoe with duck lips. I have yet to see a masculine man or heterosexual man pose with duck, duck lips on their tippy toes. I have yet to see it. And let me tell you, I'm searching for Hoochie Daddy short pictures because I love to see it. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking. I haven't seen one. Okay. Now, have I seen some of your neighbors Whoa. in Atlanta duck lipping it out on their tiptoes? Absolutely. But you know 100% what they about. And even on top of that, even though we know what they about, that still don't make them not providers right. and not so, leaders and not, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a, I'm gonna take a step back. Um, take a step back while I take a step back. Yeah, I'm gonna take a step back and say uh, you're absolutely right. But we're dealing in a society where perception is nine tenths of the law. So. You can't get mad at somebody. You can't get mad at somebody for drawing their own conclusions about you or anybody else based on what they see. Right. So for every dude out there who's seen a woman and treated her like a hoe because she looked and dress or she dressed like one. Well, she dressed provocatively. Let's call it that. Or she, or she dressed that like whatever they thought. What whatever they thought. Yeah. Or she dressed right. the way that he thought was hoe-ish. In their mind, right? You can you be mad and fault them from being that way? I mean, for Absolutely. doing that. I mean, yes, yes. Because if so yeah. outside, right? Mm -hmm. And I haven't done anything but wear these shorts outside or a tight dress. Or matter of fact, the dress mm -hmm. I had on Saturday, it was down here. My teddies were jumping out of my dress. So I'm a hoe. You know nothing about me. Wait, you, you can just dismiss me by that. I mean, how wrong, as wrong as it is, this is where we're at in society. We, but that's the you know, we, Why can't we change it? At what point how do we, we change that? Well, right? I mean, at, what point? At, the same, at the same time as we sitting here talking about it, you, you as a person who's dressed, who's out here dressing, you know the type of attention you get before you walk out the house. You know right. that. And if somebody so that's a, that is the type of attention that you're trying to attract. Am no, I right? No, no huh? what I'm doing is if I'm no. dressing provocative, okay, what's perceived as being provocative, and I'm on my way to a club or an event that my attire is appropriate, right? If you just so happen to see me between there and there, the, I no. mean, that's so, your Right. So I'm asking you this question. I'm asking y'all this question. So I'm asking y'all this question. So are y'all, I mean, at first glance, at first glance, are y'all, when you see a guy in these hoochie daddy shorts, outfits or whatever, are you going to take them seriously? Are you? That's what, what does his shorts have to do with anything? I don't know. I got to talk. I'm asking I'm I'm asking like he come up in the hoochie daddy show. Hey, hoochie daddy. Hey,
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> hoochie daddy, goo, hoochie. Ooh, I mean, I, I get the hoochie daddy shorts like that. Oh, oh, going when you're going swimming. You going swimming? I get that. Those are swimming shorts. I get it. But you know, I don't know. It's a style. It's a style for those who want to do it. So okay, and then so further this conversation about emasculation, right? Because it's not only about the hoochie daddy shorts. So in my mind, right, I realize that the hoochie daddy thing is more of a bigger problem for y'all. And when I say y'all, I mean men, um, than just the hoochie daddy shorts. Because I think that if it was just hoochie daddy shorts, I think y'all would be like, y'all crazy for wearing that next topic. But I think that maybe, and this is just my observation, because I'm not a man, but I think that maybe all the conversations like um, allowing children, like males to dress as girls, um, as young children, um, seeing people, um, this conversation about alphas and betas and people really taking it to heart when, side note, the whole alpha beta thing is a flawed thing anyway, because it was supposed to be a study on how wolves move. And the reality is they only behave that way in captivity. So that's not even their true nature. So alpha beta is, is, is not even a thing, but whatever, men have adopted it. And so now it's a thing, but so now people feel like if they're not a certain way, they're a beta, nobody wants to be a simp, you know, like, so I think it's a bigger thing. It's a bigger thing. And the hoochie daddy thing is like the icing on the cake. And y'all like, enough, enough. No, I'm not going to I just think it, I mean, I, I mean, I just really think it comes down to the, um, the structure of where we trying to be, well, where we trying to become as men and in our culture as men, like we've already been subjected by <clears throat> all types of other outside influences, you know, right. we already in, you know, I was having this conversation earlier today about women and men, you know what I'm saying? Who has it better? A lot of people say that the, the, the black woman is on a lower total phone than the black man at this moment, right? But it's more of, I think, differently. I think you us, you guys as women are so far above where we at, and it's us as men, we're trying to catch up. You know what I'm saying? That's, Y'all took this thing. That's we're trying to catch up. Listen, that's, that's the, the reality. reality. Black women are, more, are the most educated women People. Well, women, women people. in general, women in general. No, people, men mm-hmm. and women, the most educated people in the United States, okay? Mm-hmm. Most educated. So this means they have better jobs, they have higher incomes just because they have these degrees and, and such. Mm-hmm. So yes, right? They're better off on paper. They are better off. The problem right. is men are so threatened by this that they will shoot them down at every opportunity. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't oh. see, and I'm speaking as a Puerto Rican, I got you. right? So my you you included you black. Well, but what I'm saying is, and here's why I'm <laughs> going to make the I'm just making this distinction for one reason. I'm going to tell you why. I grew up in the Bronx. Um, okay. I was surrounded by projects. The majority of mm-hmm. my class was. It was like 60, 40 black and Hispanic. One white person, mm-hmm. right? Like one Chinese, if you found them, right? But it was just all of us, right? However, mm-hmm. Hispanic men did not, in my opinion, right? In my experience, treated their women mm-hmm. as queens always from birth to forever, right? The princess, the baby, mm-hmm. my, my queen, like they talk to each other this way all the time. And that's not to say they don't right. treat their wives, they don't cheat on them, they're not alcoholics. Right. They, all those problems are still there. But the culture right. is so that women are, even though the man is the head of the house, women are the queen and are valued and protected and whatever. Okay. Me being around a bunch of my black friends who are now family. I don't see it the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't. Not, not as frequent. Let me say it that way. I don't say it doesn't happen because I'd be, right. I'd be lying. I'd, I'd be lying if I said that. Well, but it doesn't happen. It's, it's, I, not a, it's not a. I don't know. I'm a, I've never well, I'm gonna tell you, man. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you like this to add on to what you're saying because it, it, it's true, right? But it really comes down to 
at one point that we were the we were the, the strongest being out there. We were what everybody strived to be in the beginning, right? Before America was even Original called up. Right. Originally, we were the original man. We was at them. Right. Right. So in order to um break us down, especially here in America, right? They destroyed us in front of our woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? Our but queen. Now they that out on them. They didn't do that. Now hold them. on. Hold on now. It ain't about taking it out. It's about subliminal messaging and brainwashing. Right? So now if they have been destroying us for so long, what is a person to do? They got to rise up and say that that person is no longer strong enough to take care of me and protect me no more. And we got to put ourselves in the position to protect ourselves. Let, let me let me I'm going to stop you right there because I agree somewhat. But I'm going to tell you the, the where I differ. Right. Uh, OK. There was always everybody looks to their grandmas and great grandmas and whatever about the family structure. Right. And this was after. Mm -hmm you know, slavery and all the bullshit that the men were put through because they were put through some shit. If you just go read some stuff, you'd be appalled and cry and all this other shit. That's a fact. Right. Somehow, somehow, there was a consensus or agreement or whatever, and there was this family structure that was created and thrived for a long time. Black Wall Street, uh, all these communities, Rosewood, whatever else, all, all these communities where black people had families and communities and it was about, you know, there was no, ah, my man can't, you know, like the way it is now. So no. that was there. So what happens, I know you know, but you know in the 70s, here comes the projects, mm -hmm. right? You can't be married in the projects. Mm -hmm. So they make you poor so you can't buy a house. And so they say you can live here, but you mm -hmm. can, your man can't. So they start tearing down the family Right. structure but instead of y'all and i'm not saying you i'm saying the men who think this way instead of y'all seeing mm -hmm. it as this outside force destroying us you internalize it and say this woman thinks she better than me and gotta run the house and exclude me and i'm the king of the castle see that's not what's happening y'all gotta back up and look it's external forces all over the place that's well, destroying the, the, the black home. And then well, once they get y'all to fight each other, now they can back up. Oh, they fight themselves. Job well, I mean, so what I mean, but the thing is, what is the fight though? Hell Mel. The fight is positioning in the in the hierarchy of the household. Positioning in the hierarchy of the household, meaning that a woman who now works and makes her own money and can do the same things as a man today feels like and understands and feels like they need to have the same say so in the household as a whole that I don't need you mentality is really out there not saying it's for everybody but it's really out there but let's go back to what I tried what I was saying so they beat us as men black men so much that our woman, our queen, um, no longer felt protected, and they had the soldier up on them. And then well, the war happened, and then the war happened. All these different wars happened, and then it it showed that we can do this as women. We can be at the steel mills, right? We can do the same jobs. As us, as men, because now the men was out there at war now, and that everybody. Was uniquely, that was not a uniquely black situation because white I, women were working as I, well. So you I understand that. But I'm not you. That is the same thing because if that was the case, it's all it's point, all the same thing because at some point, at some it is like was the same reason that you're talking about. You're talking about welfare, the welfare system. The welfare system didn't have. Uh, uh, it wasn't racially driven. It was an idea that happened because welfare was for for the white person as well as for the white man as well as for the black man. It's not right? it was it was technically originated for the white women for their men that were out. Exactly. However, exactly because of all the uproar and fights and whatnot, 
we were allowed into the system. Somehow we got into the system. So now mm -hmm. that's how that's where that was. But when you but back to what you were saying a little bit earlier, a lot of many women taking on more responsibility because one, they had to, because mm -hmm. many of the men, and it was very unfortunate and it's still present day to be unfortunate, came home from war, couldn't find a right. job. Right. So right. That, they couldn't be the quote unquote head of the household. And so she right. tried, the, the, the woman she tried as long as she could to build him up and keep him uplifted, but then he got on drugs, he got on alcohol, you know, and everything else under the sun. So at this point, I got to do this. Like I got, I got to, I got to hold it down because these kids need me. So now I'm gonna go out here and work 12, 14 hours at this nursing job or cleaning up and doing all these different things, leaving the kids at home. Right. Right? All of that. I get it. And so, so I'm, the struggle I'm not disagreeing because of systematic oppression first of Correct. all you know what i mean but going from redlining you know every step of the way where a, a black family tried to improve themselves they could not and when they give you the option but it starts yeah okay if you're drowning right you're drowning you're a person who's drowning mm -hmm. and the devil right. gives you a life raft and god is not giving you shit you're going to rock with the devil because you're trying to live, right? That's basically Maybe. what they Maybe. did. They're like, hey, I mean, all the, you're drowning. See, but see, the, we put you in but the thing was, we know we made you poor. But the thing is, Mel, but that was, but here's the, the thing is, Mel, Come to project here's the thing is, Mel, the thing is, Mel, though, and, it, and I'm going to just say it like this to what you're saying. The people who have principles are the ones who got hung and they died. For what they believed in, regardless of they wanted to take that hand out, the one instead of taking the hand out from the devil, as you say, right? The ones who are taking the hands out is the leaders of the new school today, right? They're the ones who are doing the same things that are going on now. Now you you you're saying to the the man, the man who's not the head of the household, or the man who is uh, allowing the woman to lead in these in these aspects. These are the people who took the handout that you're saying. Right. Because they had no choice. It's survival. Right. And when you get into well, survival, is it? survival versus living, you know, when you're surviving, yeah, you're, you're going to sacrifice man, woman alike. You're going to make the sacrifice. So that being said, a lot of men did the unmentionable, unspeakables and unmentionables. Women did the same thing. Then we ended up, you know, transitioning through the world, you know, time, time, time traveling. We, we started, mm -hmm. we got into the drug, war on drugs. Okay, boom. Yeah. So now we did, we, we don't went through all these different cycles. Uh, stock market crashing, Wall, Black Wall Street, everything, all this, all this stuff done happened. So bring it to present day with regards to the, the, the uh, hoochie daddy season. <laughs> so no, with, with, with that being with that take like it home was, take it home with with that Mel was saying about it being you know it's kind of like the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back right so I say what what are you the guys doing to change the narrative because instead of being upset that this is happening. It's only happening. It's just a. Tr it's a trend. And I'm not minimizing it, but it's a trend. It's going to pass the same way. D Derek Jackson, you know, uh, rest in peace. Uh, what's his name? Samuel. Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. You know, so all those things that they. But it's a trend now. So and and we know that history repeats itself. So there's going to be another Derek Jackson. There's going to be another Kevin Samuels. So all of this is just coming around around the mountain. So now, if this is the cam the straw that broke the camel's back for the men, where like, God damn it, this is enough now. Okay, what 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 are you going to be doing? What are the men doing in their everyday life where they are being more better role models to the young men that are coming up? Because you can't do nothing about what is. 
but you can right. make a difference or at the very least influence the forward movement mm -hmm. into dressing up like the the classic man. You know, well, and I mean, doing those things I, that, you know, walking around like it's every day is Sunday. Because once well, upon a time you know, in the urban community, know. that's all we did was we had to go out every day as if it's our Sunday's best unless we right. were working. Right on the fields and so forth, right? Right. The factories. So, all I'm gonna say is, you know, is this right? We just want to change to change the narrative. First, you have to have a belief system, and it's not just at first us as men. We got to believe in ourselves, number one. And once we get to that point where we believe in ourselves, we can move accordingly and change the narrative just within each other. Meaning that. It's not a. It's not animosity. It's not the the crab the uh, the crab in the barrel mentality. Meaning that somebody trying to get over that we can actually work together and move in cohesion and have each other's back. That's number one. And then the belief in our women. Our women need to believe in us as well. Mm -hmm. You know, in order to move into the next and move in, and change. Not this generation, because this generation is done. It's for the well, next hold on. generation. I don't think that's, I don't think that we should do that though. And I think that's the issue. Don't, mm -hmm. I, you can't say the generation is done because if everybody starts acting differently around you, right? You're gonna mm -hmm. take a second look at something and not be like, man, fuck well, that. I'm not doing that. You might it, well, it might take cause you to pause and be like, well, shit. Maybe I am wrong. And not everybody, because some people will be. But you can't give up on an entire generation. What I'm saying is what I'm saying about the generation, the things we say and do today, right? Is it for today or is it to maneuver and move and change the, well, the future? The movement. So here's here's the thing. What right. I say. So the forward movement is the future. Babe, so to add to what you're saying, it's not necessarily about changing the narrative, but where do we find balance within the narrative? Because we were growing up and we wanted our parents and our elders to understand us for the times that right. we were living in, right? So mm -hmm. why is it any different? I mean, because so we, we, we went back then as parents. Balance in the narrative. I mean, my thing is, you know, at the point when I was a child, you know, when we was young, 20, in our 20s, everything was good. But as soon as we started having children of our own, and I'm just saying, as soon as we started having children of our own, we no longer thought about ourselves anymore. We Ooh. thought about the betterment. We thought about the betterment and the future of our children, our offspring. If that was the case, we would not be sitting here talking about the emasculation of man. Oh, we're right. But at this point, this is where we at. We're not because there. Because we, we are not there, right? And this is where we change the narrative. You want to find balance in the narrative, then we got to think beyond ourselves. We and gotta that's, think about doing. that's why we're having this conversation. And, and so my intake is, input is finding balance within the narrative because it's, it's right. happening, right? It's, it's going to happen. Why? Because because let's just you know think about in in your in Europe, European fashion and trends. Well, fashion—I don't even call it trends. Their fashion is not the same as American fashion, for the most part, mm -hmm. right? So when they come here, they're looking at us like, "What do you have on?" And then we're looking at them like, "What do you have on?" Right. You know, right? But. It's it's what it is, and it's normal that there's it's a normalcy that they're wearing big the bell bottom pants like they like got time warp in the eighties type kind of. But thing. listen to this, and this just occurred to me, right? Listen to this. They have an issue with hoochie daddy season, right? Because they don't want to be objectified. But I have not heard one whisper about gray sweatpants. Oh, they talk about that too. Hot boys up, <laughs> right? That, I mean, boys up, right? We do. We talk about that too. We talk about, we, we talk about that too. I've never seen the uproar about women to asking men for gray sweatpants. Like men are flipping out about the hoochie <sighs> dance choice. 
I'm just saying. Well, y'all want to well, get justified baby. or not, or is it because y'all concerned about your masculinity? You go, babe. All right. What's your last intake? I mean. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but personally, me, I can only speak for me. I definitely, uh, I had an issue with the gray sweatpants as well. Well, good. Then you're not a hypocrite. <laughs> Is it because yeah. many men, do many men not like these things because they can't do it? Or maybe they don't have the tools to do it. I don't know. Okay. I have no That's idea. But I mean, you know, men, y'all, y'all get this. This y'all time. Man. I'm just saying. I, I, what I'm saying to you is, if we are trying to uh, change how we are viewed in society, see, our issue ain't what we are viewed as far as subjected by women. This is where we at as men in society. And how we want to be viewed and taken seriously there, where we at the and we definitely bottom of the urban band. end, right? Because white men are urban. Not criticizing y'all because nobody, nobody other than urban men cares, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, right. no, no, nobody cares other than urban men. But I guess I mean, but my struggle, my fight is differently. Now it's different from the hoochie daddy short season, right? It just is. I had I had somebody who were, we call Mooty. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Mooty. <laughs> oh hey Mooty. <laughs> and then you hit him up. What do you say? I think, I think some people are, are making some Fashion trends coming. This I know nothing new. This is nothing new. Shorter shorts have been worn for years. It wasn't until social media made this a thing. Exactly. Like I said, my baby daddy wore and I know I not in '96, and I dare you call him a feminine man. He'll knock the feminine. All right, Buddha. It was good having you on the show. Well, I'm gonna tell you, I love, I love the both of you. This is a good topic, and I'm my stance on it is I digress. You guys have proven me. Y'all have made y'all stance, and I understand it, and I can I can get down with that. It's just a fad. It's just a thing. It shouldn't be indicative to who you are as a person. But I will say that <laughs> perception is not intense of the law, so be careful out there about the things that you put out there in this world. You know, that's all I got. Good job. My mm-hmm. friend... I see you later, baby. Love you. (laughs) Buddha got to work, (laughs) y'all.